Hey everyone, and welcome to Insane Ramblings, episode 63. This is your host, Vicky. And I am Ben, and we have a very hungover episode for you today. Well, I'm not technically hungover, but I think that Ben is stealing the show already. Well, hey, I'm <laughs> hungover. Vicky's got some weird thing going on with our no. heart. <laughs> Makes it sound like I'm like in the OC or something. No, that's not the OC. I just meant like it sounds oh, no. like I'm in a teen drama where there's oh, something okay. going on with yeah, my heart. Yeah. No, like, I think you were, I'm too you were, sad to record or something. One Tree Hill was the heart uh, palpitation Yeah, that series. was a, an actual real heart issue, yeah. um, which is not what I was talking about. It sounded more like, and Vicky's got a problem with her heart, oh, Aunt it's, Abby. It's broken. Yeah, exactly. In <laughs> In twixt? I don't know. Uh, Cleaved in twain? I don't know. Well, uh... We'll, we will mend Vicky's heart over the course of the show. I don't think we will, because it is actually a medical issue. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, I will... Uh, surely laughter can cure ev- everything, right? I've heard that. I've heard it's the best medicine. Mm. But even the best medicine doesn't always help. You feel like a more accurate saying could be penicillin is the best medicine. Well, no, I think it's great medicine, but it, even the best medicine can't fix everything. Like, sure, laughter can be the best medicine if it likes. Yeah. But you're still going to die eventually of something. So yes. laughter's the best medicine, mm. but it can't cure everything. So uh, if, I don't know, I had a cold, you feel like laughter's not going to help me, or if I lost a limb or something, you're like, well, just give him some laughter. No, it's not going to help. No, what I'm trying to say is, even, like, the best medicine we have doesn't cure everything. What if we give every medicine to someone? That would probably kill them. That would kill <laughs> a healthy person. Well, we're going to find out over the course of the next 90 or so minutes. Today we are going to give Ben all the medicine in the world. <laughs> no, what I'm trying to say is on the top of tree of medicines, yeah. laughter can be at the top. I don't know. I'm not a doctor. But even if it's at the top, the best medicine in the world doesn't necessarily fix everything. Well, Do you see what I'm saying? Until we come up with that medicine, laughter is... Is the best is, current medicine we have. Can we stick with that saying then? Are you... Well, I don't know. I'm not a doctor. Is it the best medicine we have? I'm not sure. I am a doctor, and yes, (laughs) scientifically accurate. (laughs) I don't believe you, and all right then. (laughs) Um, I'm a love doctor, Vicky. I'm going to cure your palpitation in your heart. (laughs) Again, I think that you may be confused (laughs) about the nature of cardiac issues. Well, uh, until proven otherwise, I'm going to roll with this. All right, fine. So, uh, yeah, yesterday was Australia Day. It was. uh, I partied hard and uh, got up to many adventures. I didn't. I it's, was working in a church. It's one of those things <laughs> where we've, we haven't recorded for a while. We haven't. It's been over a month. And so there's been many an event that usually would be prime on our, uh, on our to-discuss list. Oh, there would be plenty of moments to document. It's been Christmas, New Year's. I moved out of home. We had the Australia Day thing. So let's roll all the way back. I want to start this thing off all right. All right. So we're going... We're going back in time forward, not backwards through the events. Yeah, I'm going to start with the highlight, which was right. Christmas. Yeah, Christmas is always a highlight. It's the best holiday of the year. Everybody knows that. Exactly. So along with the best holiday of the year is the family gathering. Yes. You hate them. I don't mind oh, them. I, I, it's been well uh, documented on this show <laughs> that family gatherings are not my... Uh, preferred form of gathering. No, you would prefer to gather many other things. Nor is it... You prefer to gather computer games or money. That's true. <laughs> Nor is it my preferred form of family. Like, what kind of family do you prefer scattered? Yeah, family scattering. I, I could do like the bump into the street. Like, hey, Grandpa. Ah, the family hey. bump. The family, inter- you know, one-off Not to be confused with the family bump off. That's true. <laughs> I'm not going to bump off my grandpa. 
nor have I ever bumped into him on the street. But maybe so which that's, is more likely? That's why it's so pleasurable. <laughs> You're like, oh, I did not expect to see you here, Grandpa. Yeah, it was weird to run into my brother on the tram. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I was like, I see you every day, yet here you are <laughs> outside of your natural habitat. Yeah. That's it, cool. It is weird. I, I saw a guy that um, I usually catch the train with. Oh, your train buddy. Yeah, one of my train buddies. Is he, though, a regular? He was, but I... But I saw him at a bar, yes. and so I couldn't place him. And ah. so it was one of those things where I'm like, is he a family friend or something that yeah, I yeah, should yeah. be saying hello to? I think one of my train buddies did that to me. I'm not sure. We met finally at a cafe event thing. Yeah. And she's like, I'm sure I know you. And I'm like, nah. And she's like, are you famous or something? And I was like, nope. You should have just rolled with it. Yeah. I should have been like, Shh, so famous. <laughs> Unfortunately, I didn't, but possibly one of her train buddies. Could you have gotten her to believe you were Beyonce? Probably not someone that visible. (laughs) But I could have gotten her to believe I was like Kesha or something. Okay, fair enough. Like, because no one really knows what Kesha looks like. Like, we've got some idea. Well, especially early Kesha. This was a weird phenomenon in her... um, What was was her first big single? I don't know. Wasn't it about Mick Jagger? Yeah, yeah. in the morning feeling like... P. Diddy. Yeah, that one. Whatever that song was. Yeah. On her animals record. Wow, you know a lot more about Kesha than I do. Maybe it would but be I, harder but to But I don't know I am what the name of the song is. TikTok. Well, oh TikTok. yeah, TikTok. So again, I would be falling down at convincing people I was Kesha because they'd be like, "Oh, how's that song going?" And I'd be like, "Wait, which?" No, but. So give perhaps it like, I should Google Kesha. First. Maybe like three years ago or so, when sure. Kesha was first hitting the scene. Yep. She was in music videos, but. You could watch that whole clip and have no idea what she looked like. Oh, yeah, definitely. (laughs) Like, the way they filmed it is all extreme close-ups, mostly on her eyes, and they were all coated in dark makeup or glitter or dirt. And so it's like, I I get that someone's singing, but are they, like, hideously ugly (laughs) or something? Who is this covered-up woman? What's wrong with her? Like, she's obviously talented enough to get a music uh, video, but... Maybe she's too ugly for TV or something. They would, <laughs> it seems like they were going out of their way to purposefully obscure her. Not show her. you what she looked like. Yeah. Hmm. Since then, I've... Maybe there's many Keshes. She's like a composite. She's like the Blue Man group. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, we've uncovered a uh, controversy. <laughs> Kesha's like the Blue Man group. Yeah. Or she's like... Have you ever seen that movie from like... The early thousands, Sim One, Simone or Sim One? Oh, uh, I've seen all of like 10 seconds of it. Yeah. Maybe she's like that, like she's a virtual person. So how does that benefit her? Well, she's like a composite of many women. Like there's someone else's eyes and then like someone else's hand. I like, see. So she's the perfect woman. Not that I'm saying Kesha's the perfect woman. No, nope, sounds like that's the exact thing. But like, you know, it's like Angelina Jolie's lips and then like Scarlett Johansson's. Mm, well, I remember. I don't know, everything. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. I think we already made that. Yeah, sure. <laughs> <Just> Scarlett Johansson. <laughs> I, um, I remember back in the early days of Insane Ramblings, we made your perfect man in a similar way. We did, yes. With that intellectual hottie guy. Oh, um, Herman Rorschach. Yeah, Mr. Rorschach yeah. was in there, I think. John John Safran or something was. I part think John of it. Safran's hair. No, no I think it was Herman Rorschach's hair. hair. Yeah, we've got this on the website. We'll repost it. But uh, oh, the it, man's a freak. Yeah. They did a much better job with Kesha. Uh, that's what I'm saying. Like it, it, the track record for that kind of amalgamation hasn't been. Uh, anyway, could I have pretended I was Kesha? Beyonce, nah. Kesha, possibly if I knew more about her songs. <laughs> Ke- Kesha circa 2008, probably could have passed. Oh, I reckon. You're like, yeah. oh yeah, I've seen. Here's my smoky eye makeup. Yeah, exactly. That, that I look different. Story checks out. Black. 
black shit all over your face. Yeah, exactly. How did we get onto this? Uh, Christmas. Yeah, I feel like we there was something else I haven't finished. Oh, train up. buddy. You ran into oh, train yeah. buddy at a bar. I ran into my, my... Yeah, exactly. I ran into the train buddy. He's like this 50-year-old guy. I oh, wow. That's a weird train buddy. And uh, Why are you going to the same bar as him? Well, that's... He, I think he was out of place, not me. Oh, yeah. Okay. Because... Like, what was this, like, bingo night or something? I think I'm casting harsh dispersions on the 50-year-olds in our community. No, it I stood out. I not that old. I was really confused okay. because, first of all, you have that thing. Like, I've seen people on the train in the supermarket. Yeah, and well, like that's every man's place. Right, but it still felt like he's, like, invading my space. Like, our agreement is... I see you on the train and nowhere else. Yeah, like, I see you <laughs> once every morning, maybe on the way home, and that's it. So he's not allowed to shop in your mind. He's allowed, but just not, just not in where my presence. You shop. Yeah, well, that's hard. But at least maybe that there was... should be a schedule on the train so everyone knows where <laughs> yeah, you're going. Exactly. We have to uh, we have to scatter our because maybe our you're invading his supermarket time. Maybe he goes at the same time every week, and he's like, "What the hell is this?" He guy might have doing had the here? same thought to me. Yeah, yeah, that's right. But so, anyway, he was in this bar out of place. And so for the first ten minutes, I was just like, "Why does that guy look familiar?" Yeah, and it was the same kind of thing. I'm like, "Is he Kesha?" I didn't get it. <laughs> you're like, Hang on, it's Kevin yeah. Rorschach. Yeah. <laughs> and so uh, I did get the idea that he'd survived throughout the ages <laughs> to become everyone's favorite actor, Brad Pitt. Yeah, but he really is here. This was a crowd of twenty to thirty year olds. Yep. And then this one old balding dude sitting at the bar, making chit chat with the bartender, drinking wine. Oh, he stood out. Unusual. I was like, I was just trying to work out his story. Like, was right. he just like, oh yeah, I'm, I'm gonna go have some wine, or did he get stood up, or ah, oh, uh, was he like, this is just a nearby bar to my work. Oh, it's like a young people's bar. Yeah, but I was curious as to how he had ended up there by exactly, because right. you know, there's a story there. Maybe he's following you. Maybe he's like a PI on your trail. Well, he's doing a better job since then because I haven't seen him again. Oh wow! But I was curious. Maybe that was a warning to you. I just wasn't curious enough. To ask him, yes, I felt that would like be odd. that might increase our uh, train buddy status to Talking. obligated conversation. Well, which, that's the worst. You don't yeah. want that from a train buddy. No, I was not looking for that. No, so, nobody anyway. wants obligated talking from a train buddy. If you see them every morning on the train, you want to know they won't talk to you. Right. So I. Uh, anyway, we had this family gathering over Christmas. Yeah. My grandparents were there. My auntie and uncle were there. That yep. kind of stuff. All the usual. Uh, usual cast of uh, the Moore family. It does sound like family members at exactly. a family gathering. The story checks out. So uh, my auntie started telling a story about last year's Chris Kringle. Okay. And so we didn't... This is ex- dangerous territory. It, well, it gets dangerous. Oh, man. We, is she on thin ice? I don't know what to call it. Just listening. What's your, below the ice? Razor blades? Um, sexy razor blades. Oh, wow. Mm. What do sexy razor blades look like? Scarlett yeah. Johansson? You'll, you'll find out. <laughs> So just wanted to get my second reference in today. <laughs> I'm on the letter S. Okay, good. <laughs> Every day I have to reference someone three times yeah. and start with the letter. Sexy Scarlet. <laughs> Not Double looking points forward to Z. We're playing categories. <laughs> I think X is going to be awkward. That could be tough. Mm. Um, Christina, does that count? A lot of people start that with no, X. No, no. Okay. Unless you're talking about Christina Aguilera. I think yeah, she, that's right. She, she, she does the for, X-Tina. Yeah, okay. Maybe that might be acceptable. Xmas. Sure, excellent. Today. Okay, anyway, we're not playing categories. We are not playing <laughs> these categories. We were for a second, but now we're not. <laughs> okay, All right. It's got a game over. <laughs> I, Who won? Uh, well, you, considering yes. I... Uh, Thank you. Congrats. Then, we, You're welcome. Uh, we now done? I can stop mentioning Scarlett Johansson. <laughs> Three times, I'm done for the day. <laughs> so, so we did an experiment last year for Christmas because every year 
there's some kind of obligation, like, oh, we've got so many family members, I really have to get everyone a gift. Yeah. Um, so we're like, well, we'll try the Kris Kringle thing and maybe it'll just mean, like, everyone only has to buy each other one gift. Okay, yeah. That should hopefully be easier on the wallet and maybe, you know, people actually get something that they want they rather want, yeah, than, yeah, like, yeah. a lot of little crappy things. Yep. Didn't work out like that. That's unfortunate. It's, Never does. No, like... Because there's always one person in your family that doesn't get good gifts. Exactly. Like, and there's the, the whole thing where, um, like, I got my grandma. I don't know what my grandma wants. See, but that's not too bad. I think you getting your grandma has a better idea than your grandma getting you. Maybe. Well, I, uh, I had to, like, ask my grandpa what she wanted, and we went through, like, all that kind of stuff. So I think people got good gifts, but then people also didn't play by the rules where, you know, someone got a gift for someone who got left out of the Chris Kringle because we didn't know if they were coming or not. And so they ended up having to buy a heap of, you know, for whatever reason, it was just a mess. Just, yeah, a hullabaloo, if you will. So we gave up on it uh, after the one year. Right. But it turned out the gift that my um, auntie bought for my grandma, which is also weird. I don't know why she ended up buying her gift as well. Yeah, what's going on there? She bought her Fifty Shades of Grey. That's weird. It was weird. I didn't know about this until I just don't think that I would want to know that my grandma was reading that. Well, I think the reason behind it was... She has great hair. She misunderstood (laughs) Yeah, yeah. She thought that she could... um, She thought it was like a hair care book for elderly women. (laughs) That's right. I I think my auntie wanted to read the book. That's when you buy it for yourself. I get the impression like maybe she was embarrassed or something, so she wanted an excuse like, I'll just buy it for a present and then once she's read it I can read it as well that kind of thing I just think I would pick a better victim than my mother slash mother-in-law mother-in-law it was it was her mum that's weird anyway it's really weird well especially after she went through all the effort to buying the book you think that if you're going to be embarrassed about it that's probably the point yeah um well I just saw on my mother's floor that she was reading Fifty Shades of Grey and I was like I need to know that (laughs) it's fine but I don't want to know about it. Well, it seems like everyone has read it. I haven't read it. But you're aware of the content to enough degree? Oh, I have heard what's inside, yes. Because I haven't read it either, but Sex and Bondage is my understanding. Yes, I would go quite along that. But, yeah, I haven't read it, and I don't particularly have any need to. And as someone, my uh, grandma is, like, 80-something. Yep. She seems very proper. She's, like, a very religious person. (laughs) I don't think she's going to be really that into it. Like, I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure that Fifty Shades of Grey isn't really It doesn't her. sound like the most appropriate gift. Right. Yeah. And I know one time she did read Twilight. Yeah, but that's not as far down. No. Now. but Twilight's that in terms like, of, it could still be an interesting story. Right. In terms of, like, popular culture, mm. maybe this is why she's like, oh, well, she had her finger on the pulse with Twilight. Right. Maybe Fifty Shades is the new hot item here. Yeah, but it's sort of like being like, oh, yeah, Grandma went to see Titanic. Now we can buy her picture magazine. Like, she uh, yeah. loves She loved Kate Winslet topless. <laughs> yeah. So what else can we get her than going to involve naked ladies? That's right. Yeah, exactly. Like, she seemed to really enjoy pop culture and other people who like pop culture. It's like a really bad Amazon suggestion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if like, you like Twilight, you like porn. Yeah, exactly. Like, I see you like things that are popular. Here's something else that's popular. <laughs> porn. Yeah. It makes a lot of money. Yeah, yeah. People seem to like it. Uh, turns out uh, elderly women is not the uh, the Fifty Shades demographic. Oh, uh, yes. Your grandma did not appreciate well, I, that. I so what happened? So How I did this come to your knowledge? Because my uh, 
my auntie was telling the story about how she was annoyed that my grandpa threw the book out. Ah, oh, I thought you were going to say at her. I threw the book at her. He's a judge, so <laughs> maybe that happened as well. I was thinking. He threw the book out and then, and then threw another her. book. <laughs> he threw the book of better ideas for yep. your grandma at her. Fifty <laughs> so, shades of crappy presents. There you go. So my my auntie was distressed, or at least annoyed that she didn't get to read it. And that like is amazing. So she gave it to someone else with the hopes of reading it, and when she her plans were foiled, she was angry. Right. So Did it, the grandma read it? No, she didn't get a chance to because my grandpa intervened in time. <laughs> which this is, Why do you say intervened in time? I feel like he saved her a lot of anguish. Really? Because my sister's read it. And yeah. She was visibly distraught at the thought of my... Grandma, perhaps. My 80-year-old Christian <laughs> grandma, you know, getting past page three anyway. Oh, wow. Visibly distressed. Is that what your sister was? Yeah. Why? Just because of the content. And she like, read Twilight. But that she also read that by accident. Like, I think she wanted another book from the library. <laughs> what did she think it was? A book on constellations it, or something? Yeah, it might have been something else that had a Twilight in the title or a similar title. And <laughs> it was like about your retirement years. <laughs> yeah, I feel like... The library might have just heard that and they're like, oh, well, everyone wants Twilight. We'll just, you know, yeah, this is probably what she was talking about. Yeah. And uh, she's like, oh, yeah, I'll just read it. And she quite liked it by the sounds of it. But that's no good. Um, there's a difference there between Twilight and Fifty Shades of Grey. You definitely don't want that. So my thoughts here is that Grandpa just threw the book in the garbage. Apparently that's not what happened. No. This is the weird part. If that, if that wasn't weird enough. <laughs> what do you do? He, white out every line and write another book inside? Yeah, yeah, he... Uh, <laughs> He redacted all the uh, <laughs> all the sexy parts. No, I was thinking the entire book. He just whited out every line and just rewrote another <laughs> book so she'd never know. Yeah, he, um, he's a writer. He, he just printed his own version called Fifty Shades <laughs> of Grey, where everyone just goes to tea. <laughs> I was just thinking for some reason like an archaeological thriller or like <laughs> a book on ethics. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> That Fifty Shades it was way more moral than I anticipated. <laughs> no, see, I was just thinking like Fifty Shades of Grey area. He just oh, added that on the end. He's a judge, after all. Or maybe something about um, particle physics, and it was like Fifty Shades of Grey, Grey matter. matter. <laughs> that's not particle physics, that's brain. Shut up. <laughs> I was trying to sound smart for a second there. About neurology, yeah. Fifty Shades of Grey matter. No, I like the idea that he's written about his most difficult judgments, Fifty Shades of Grey area. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> well, he could trick if, if this Twilight is getting people to... Uh, you know, read the wrong book. Yeah. He, he could surely trick a few people into it. I think he should rename his autobiography from Tropical Judge to Fifty Shades of Grey Area. You know, he didn't actually call it Tropical Judge, right? <laughs> so he didn't take my suggestion. No, apparently, well, not yet, anyway. I haven't maybe. finished reading it. What's it called again? Memoirs of a something something. Geisha? Me- maybe. <laughs> Never know. It must take quite the twist after the bit I've read. Because yeah, he's yeah. still in Ireland right. in a hospital. <laughs> So instead of throwing it in the recycling... Speaking of which, actually... No, 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 we, we no, don't have time for nah, this. Oh, we God. do. This is Speaking of your grandpa's autobiography, I feel like he didn't mention much about meeting his wife. He just sort of met her and then the story goes on. Well, I've told you there was quite a lot of stories that I felt like he glossed over. Yeah. Like, I can't remember if I used this example or I just said that there were stories that I'd ask him about. But there was a time when he was in Africa. Oh, uh, yeah. They the got attacked hunter. by a... No, 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 not the witch doctor thing. <laughs> I don't think the witch doctor thing is in there either. No, it's not. That was the example I used, actually. The witch doctor is an amazing story, but yeah. Yeah. He got attacked by an elephant. Oh, and that didn't make it. That in. didn't make the cut. 
So it's like... Because isn't the story of how him and your grandma got together like a really interesting story? I don't know. I, haven't, I, I remember haven't. you telling me. No, no one has. It's not <laughs> in the book. I, I, don't, I don't think I know the story, so I probably didn't tell you. Okay. Anyway. So, uh, so instead of throwing out Fifty Shades of Grey, mm. for some reason, he took it with him to the local shopping mall. Yeah. And, and what? Put it in one of the stands. Well, that's what I was thinking. Like, maybe they have those wishing well kind of things over Christmas where you can give it to a... Ah, uh, like donate to a less privileged right. family who can't afford I was erotica. thinking that that's what he was going to do. Right. But he... The end- natural Christian response, pass on your erotica. Yeah. He said he ended up giving it to some Indian man. That's so strange. What, in a trade? Uh, no, just as... Hey, you look like you would like Fifty Shades of Grey. That's weird. How did that happen? I don't know. This is my grandpa telling this part of the story. And so a lot of this I would put in the category of I can't verify it. Yes. I just have to pass along the information so as it was strange. given to me. So how did he tell the story? He told it like, oh, well, I had to get rid of this book, so naturally I went down to Coles. Oh, okay. <laughs> did he explain why he felt he had to get rid of them? What do you mean? Because it was, you know, too sexy for grandma. Oh, that's what she said. Is that what he said? Yeah, he didn't approve. Okay, so he's like, I don't approve of this. Yeah, so I'm going to do the natural thing. (laughs) Take it down to Coles. Yeah. That's so strange. And so he's like giving it to this guy. And so I don't know what the kind of conversation is, but he said he he looked like a guy who would enjoy this book. (laughs) And How did he scope that kind of person? There's so many questions. The phrase that he used, right? He said, this book will change your life. <laughs> oh, my gosh. This is too good. I know. This is too good. I don't think... I'm pretty sure Grandpa hasn't read it. I don't know why he thought. It's like, this is too good. I can't breathe. I can't. I can't breathe. But why... I, the, like, the mind baffles. Oh, my gosh. I cannot breathe. That's amazing. Like, what is this guy going to... That is amazing. Also, the mind boggles. The, um, it was already so boggled that, <laughs> that it, it came up me. with the wrong one. Yeah. <laughs> Your mind baffled you trying to find what, why this would happen. Yes. Yeah. The mind does baffle me. Can, oh, that's amazing. Can you His mind it? baffles me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, oh my gosh. I'm just uh, hanging out. Amazing. At, doing the mall rat thing, hanging out at the front of the quick stop. Like, hey, uh, this is amazing. Hey, middle aged Indian man. <laughs> this, book, this book will change, will change your, your life. life. You can imagine if maybe it's like he's giving out the Bible oh, or something. Oh, my gosh. Oh. But he's giving out Fifty Shades of Grey. <laughs> so weird. And so next, it gets I'm better. Crying. I'm crying. Not only does the guy accept the book, mm. apparently, and remember, this is all coming secondhand from Grandpa. Oh, my gosh. Apparently, he asks my grandpa to sign it for him. Why? <laughs> I don't know. Why did he think he wrote it? Uh, that's the only conclusion that I can come to is he thought that Grandpa wrote this book. And so he's like, wow, this this guy seems to know what he's talking about. <laughs> I'm going to cry. <laughs> that's amazing. I think that's the best story I've ever heard. But oh, well, my gosh. I can imagine the discussion when this guy goes home to his wife. Yeah. It's like, hey, honey, I brought you this book. Oh, it's going to change our lives. Yeah. Like, well, where'd you get it from? Oh, just, just this some... old Christian man. Yeah. Old. Some old guy at the grocery store gave it to me and he said it would change his life and he signed oh, it. Oh, my gosh. That is so odd. It's like, is he the author? Uh, uh, I don't, I don't think so, sure. but he, he, I thought it was... I, I wonder, like, did he inscribe it? I, I would love to see what he wrote. Like, uh, to stranger. <laughs> uh, 
this is the greatest book I've never read. That is so weird. That's for sure. That was my reaction. And I was kind of like looking around the room like at everyone else wondering, are they processing this properly? Because that is a weird story. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that was the highlight of Christmas, I have to say. That's an amazing highlight. Oh my gosh. I think that's the best story I've ever heard. I think I'm going to cry. That's amazing. <laughs> well, oh my uh, gosh. You can see why I wanted to podcast. It's oh been, my gosh. I've been holding amazing. on to that for too long. That's the best story I've ever heard. It was quite the uh, quite the experience. Oh my gosh. That's amazing. I, I am so motivated to Facebook that. <laughs> That's amazing. I don't think we can top that with the rest of the episode. I have nothing else to say that's better than that. Uh, I, I should have saved that for the end. No, I, I wanted to kick this episode off oh with a bang. Oh, my gosh. That is so great. I think that's honestly the best story I've ever heard. That's hilarious. <laughs> I think I'm going to have to Facebook that right away. <laughs> How, I just don't even understand. Uh, neither did I, Mickey. Neither did like, I. Like, this will change your life. That's so <laughs> strange. Why would you say that? Did you just want to get rid of it? I don't know. Yeah, maybe he was just trying to give it the hard sell. Like, maybe. If I just hand it to him, he won't take it. But if I tell him it will change his life, then... Then he definitely will. Yeah. That's so weird. I love it. That's awesome. All right, moving on. Back in time, late 2012. Oh, that is far back in time. Okay, I thought we were going forward. And we are jumping around. To New Year's. But okay, we're going pre-Christmas. Radio, late 2012. What was I doing? I was in Japan. You were making some... Uh, predictions. Oh, I was too. I About think, 2013? Yeah. I yeah. think you might have been back from Japan at this stage. No. Okay. Oh, wait, yes. Sorry. Yeah. Was I though? Yes, I was. So, uh, we we uh, made some predictions about, yeah, as Vicky said, the year to come. So, this is related somewhat to New Year's. True. And uh, since the year has passed, we can finally uh, check, recap yep. to see how we did. Absolutely. So, um, the biggest... Movie of the year was our first prediction. Uh, the selections that we were deciding between The Hobbit, Part 2, Desolation of Smog, Hunger Games, Catching Fire, Man of Steel, and Grown Ups 2. What did I go with? You went with Man of Steel. Oh, that's a surprise. That I think made, now, The Hobbit. That made $668 million. Yeah. I went with The Hobbit. Oh, maybe that's why I went with Man of Steel. It made $847 Dang million. Dang it! We were judging on uh, box office solely. Yes. What else do you judge on? I don't know, like Smiles reviewers or something. leaving person. You know? Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, it could be the Rotten Tomatoes score or something oh, like okay. that. Okay, not smiles per exiting audience member there. No, we were just, okay. what did we think would be the most successful? Because some movies make you frown, but that's not necessarily not what they set out to do. Well, Grown Ups 2 might have got a lot of frowns, <laughs> but that only made $246 million. Okay. But the number one movie out of those four was Hunger Games Catching Fire, uh, $855 million. Uh, So it was, pretty, it. it was pretty close to Hobbit, but... Uh, I would have thought The Hobbit, but okay. Yeah, so Nothing between the two of us, I chose a winner, but it still wasn't the most highest grossing. This next category was TV cancellations. Yes, so what, to be cancelled first or to make the year? Yeah, we thought we were going to choose which of these stupid premises would get cancelled first. Okay. Reef Doctors... Oh, I said that would go, but I haven't seen it, so maybe it didn't even make an episode. Apparently it did. I haven't seen it either. Um, you went with Girl Meets World. That was your prediction of yeah. which would be cancelled first. That was the Boy Meets World uh, spin-off. That hasn't even aired yet. Yes! But it's <laughs> apparently still it's still too air. Uh, does that count? What do we do with that? Well, because I think Am that I just could disqualified or scratched? Uh, well, we could still wait and see on that, I think I guess. I'm scratched. But Reef Doctors, it only lasted two episodes on Channel 10. That yes. was my prediction for cancellation. Yep. 
before they moved it to Channel 11, which is where they just send shows to die, basically. But it is still on. No, it, it finished after 13 episodes. Oh, right, okay. And But it was terribly low rated. <laughs> like, I don't know, Reef Doctors, it's a bit of a niche demographic or something. Like, another coral injury again. Oh, so they're actually doctoring to the reef. I don't know. I thought they were doctoring just upon the reef. So they lived on a reef and they were also doctors. Neither of us hadn't seen the show, so it's hard to say. Anyway, yeah. So I think I win that one. The other shows were Hemlock Grove, which was like a werewolf thing. Uh, That got renewed for season two. Yep. Mr. and Mrs. Murder, which they did one season. I think it did okay, but I don't think they announced another season or anything like that. I liked Mr. and Mrs. Murder. Yeah, I thought that was pretty good too. It was good. I told you it would be good. I think I told you at the time I liked it. Um... Well, it hadn't aired yet when we did the predictions. No, I guess not. Uh, Tractor Monkeys, which was like some kind of ABC quiz show. Again, I couldn't find out whether or not it's been cancelled, but they definitely hadn't said it was coming back or anything. I didn't. I think my thing got scratched. So. Yeah, so does that mean I get another point for that? Nah, mine got scratched. You don't win anything in a scratching. My horse didn't run. Yeah, but you should have predicted one that what? was going to win. If, if you're betting you on the Melbourne. Yeah, you get your money back if your horse gets scratched. If Not necessarily. Run. Yes, you do. Who do you bet with? If your horse gets scratched. I've never bet on a scratched horse. <laughs> <laughs> I'm your horse not gets stupid scratched, enough. You get your money back. What do you mean? You've never bet on a horse that subsequently got scratched? No. Really? I'm not. Like, how often are you betting on horses anyway? What do you mean? Like, it just happens. The horse, like, you bet on it beforehand and then it doesn't run. But it usually gets scratched, like, several hours in advance of the race. So you've never bet on a horse before several hours beforehand? Why would you? Because it could get scratched. (laughs) Wow. Because you get better odds. Well, okay. I'll take your word for it, but... uh, Anyway, you get your um, money returned if you... Well, the jury's still out on Girl Meets World. That's right. Scratched. Bonus prediction... I thought Girl Meets World would last more than one season, and yeah. you didn't. <laughs> so we still we'll have to wait goes. and see on that one. Um, and another bonus prediction that Mr. and Mrs. Murder is a comedy, whether it's a comedy or drama, we were arguing that point. Yeah. You said it was more of a drama. I thought it would be a dramedy where it was like a, you know, a drama with comedy aspects. Yeah. So I think I win that one, right? Eh. What are you talking about? It was, a, it was a comedy. It was predominantly drama. People got murdered in it. In hilarious fashion. Not really. There's jokes. Ah, whatever. (laughs) I don't really care enough. This is the last time I'm doing this segment because (laughs) all it is is us listing things that happened. Yeah, that's true. That everyone knows about. And there's... uh, Well, you're winning anyway. You're one point ahead. And and I still don't care. I (laughs) I know. So I just want to get this over and done with. If if anyone was hanging on. (laughs) I think we topped today's show with the Tropical Judge story. It's amazing. <laughs> we predicted if Australia would actually switch off analogue TV because we usually like to think of like a big event in the year. I think I went with yes. Uh, you said no. Oh, did I? But I wrote, I said Ben says yes. This is my notes. Vicky says no because it will probably still. I, I don't think I've finished my <laughs> It probably will still. Well, apparently it did turn off. Oh, yeah, wow. There December. you go. I didn't even know. So. Oh, wow. Nobody knew. I guess, like, we're finally at a place as a country where we can do this kind of thing and no one's like, hey, what happened to my TV? Yeah. <laughs> it's only taken us 14 we, years. We did spend a long time building up to yeah. that, though. But I know, like, in, when they switched off in America, there was a whole bunch of people that were like, hey, uh, really? I like, can't watch TV anymore. I can't anymore. watch TV anymore. Wow. And it's like, well, you had a chance. Like, surely you could have jumped on this bandwagon. But it seems like they didn't even advertise that they were turning off. Like, I mean, 
Nah, because people would have been like, hey, why? But then they just switched it off and barely anyone cared. Yeah. Exactly. So why tell anyone? Just do it. And the people who care will notice, which well, is nearly nobody. And they'll buy a set of box or something. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So uh, at least, you know, there's some good news that we're moving forward as a nation. <laughs> um, and then our final prediction was, which is more likely the events of Escape, Escape from LA take place as predicted by the movie? I guess the movie was set in 2013. Yep. Or the Australia 2013 FIP World Stamp Expedition is big news. <laughs> I can't even remember my guess. I don't know if we did guess that. No, I don't think so. <laughs> but that was, that was another um, uh, prediction. And judging by the news in at least my household not being dominated by the Stamp Expo, I'm going to say... Uh, Number one. Yeah, equally as likely. <laughs> so there you go. That was, that was our predictions. And uh, if you want to know our thoughts on 2014, well... It's not going to happen. Sorry. <laughs> You're not missing a great segment. Yeah. <laughs> we might wrap that one up. But I had quite the run-in with a celebrity. Did you? Yeah. Was it like bumping into your grandpa but better? Was it the kind of run-in you would like to have with family members? Okay. By run-in, I mean this was just a celebrity spot. But with oh. a, a celebrity... See, how that... would you feel about that? Just seeing your family from a distance. And like <laughs> being like, oh, hey, I saw grandpa today. As long as they weren't ha- having so much fun without me. It's would like... that actually bother you if they had a family gathering and they were having an awesome time? If it was, like, on a Ferris wheel or something, and they're like, yay, <laughs> this is so much better without Ben here. So if you saw them, like, ice skating or something, and, and they were like, this and is way And I didn't way know fun. about it. Yeah. They're like, Ben always hates these things anyway. Yeah, but I, I want to get invited to ice skating. I mean, wait, ice skating? Is that what it's called? Yeah. Yeah, that's what I said, ice yeah. skating. So you would be like, I want to go to ice skating, like, if your family went ice skating. So maybe it's just that your family gatherings aren't fun enough. I think that's like a rule of family gatherings. Nah, is it though? Where do you go for your family gatherings? I don't know. We, I have like a quite a small family, so. Yeah, I don't have a big one either. But why I mean, don't you go ice skating? What's holding you back? There's a lack of ice for one. <laughs> that is an issue. Yeah. So if they were doing something fun though, and they're like, "Nah, Ben never wants to come to family gatherings. We won't bother telling him." Nah, even like we went to Cambodia and we were still fighting for the whole time. So you would, it, but what if it looked like they were having a great time and they were like, I knew it. If we didn't invite Ben along, things would be way better. You're, you're right. Like I would be annoyed from a distance. <laughs> but in, in the great scheme of things, it's probably for the best. I would be annoyed from a distance. Like, I'd be like, well, how come they're finally having fun while I'm not there? But then I would remind myself if I was there, I would not be having fun. Like I would either be dragging everything down or... From a distance, it look more. It looks like more fun than it actually. So is. you recognise your impact on family gatherings is generally ruining. I'm not. I'm not blaming myself solely for this. Right. But like, for example, Cambodia, I did make my auntie cry, <laughs> and not yeah, with lo- not with joy. Yeah. My sister oh. made her cry with joy. Which uh, does that even out? Ah, uh, no, oh, because damn. you are not your sister. <laughs> but yeah, I think that. Do you, so you can understand if you make a situation worse for everyone, it's better that you're not there. Yeah, and okay. I wish other people could understand this <laughs> because it would get me out of a lot of uncomfortable situations. So you're like, I just ruin it for everyone. Why don't I just not come? Is that how you feel? And then people make me come anyway. Oh. Yeah. They're like, no, they want to see you. And you're like, mm, do they though? I'm like, I'm not that great. Come I on, guys. I ruining this. I yeah. make people cry. Yeah. But uh, no, I had, I had a celeb spot. That <laughs> Sorry, was... I just thought about your grandpa again. Oh, sure. <laughs> how did that story come up? Like I said, my auntie was lamenting the fact that she never got to read the book. <laughs> How did she lament over it? I guess she we were just exchanging gifts and then it uh, reminded her of last year's gift. So weird. Yeah. It's just a weird story all around. Like, these cast of characters, I don't know what they were doing. <laughs> uh, can I uh, tell you about my slave spotting? Yeah, go on. 
So I was at. I will re laugh in the middle of our grandpa. Sure. I was uh, just at the train station, crossing, yeah. crossing the uh, the street. And That's weird. From the other side of the road, mm. I saw someone that I recognised. Someone okay. that I couldn't quite place. Right. I like. Hang on a dust jam minute. Do I catch the train with that man? Was that Kesha? <laughs> <laughs> I know those eyes from somewhere. It turns out it wasn't her eyes that I recognised, but her vagina. What? I saw the vaginal knitting woman. Whoa, really? <laughs> Do you know who I'm talking about? No. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard briefly about it. You have? I know about as much about it as your grandma knows, probably. Okay. Well, let me enlighten you. <laughs> yes. Uh, YouTube, about uh, maybe I'd say like a month and a half ago, mm. there was a video going around a couple million hits mm. on a segment from an SBS TV show. Mm-hmm where it was, I think, a Melbourne art gallery. Definitely oh, yeah. an Australian art yeah, gallery yeah, of some yeah. kind. Where she put wool up there and, like, knitted it as it came out or something. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she was... It, I think the video on YouTube is called Vaginal Knitting oh, or something like that. she comes from Eltham. That makes no, no, sense. this was in the city. Oh, was it? Yeah. Oh, okay, that's she more was, surprising. Uh, still, no doubt, a hippie. Oh, okay. Not not a rural hippie. Yet. No, I would have thought she comes from Eltham. People like that can always come from Eltham. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so she was doing an installation where she would be spending a month in the art gallery, sans pants, <laughs> and knitting a scarf. Yeah. Is it, was it just a scarf? Well, I'm not that impressed. You think she should have made a jumper or something? Well, honestly, I don't think I'm that impressed with her at all, to be honest. I'll, I'll get to your point. I'll still paint the picture for anyone who's unfamiliar with this. Yeah. So the video is like her discussing her art. Mm-hmm. And so she puts wool uh, inside of her and then, I guess, gets the other end of the strand. And knits it. And turns it into a scarf. See, I just think like... And I'm not of, that impressed. It's kind of like she was doing it for a whole month, so about halfway through there's like a huge bloody streak where she got a period and stuff. It's it's full on. Yeah, it is quite um, intense. But I just think, isn't it just like normal knitting except for where you've put the wool? I'm not impressed. This is not a skill. Well, when you say vaginal knitting, it does kind of sound like she's using her vagina yeah, that, to... Yeah, that has somehow learned to knit. Yeah, manipulate, manipulate knitting needles. Yeah, right. But uh, Yeah, I was a little let down by that. It was just going inside of her for unknown reasons. Yeah. Uh, to be one with the wool or something. Who knows? Yeah, I don't know. But it was only a scarf as well. So she's not that much of a knitter either. What would be the optimum thing? Like, what would you expect someone who's knitting with their vagina to knit? I don't know. I just, like, if knitting's your thing, I just want you to be knitting something good. Yeah, what, what's good? What? Like, if, if she knit me a jumper, I'm not wearing it. So it doesn't matter? No, I guess not. Like, no one's going to be putting that on, are they? No. Yeah, I just think, like... Oh, she needed several scarves. Okay. Is it? Or is it just one really long scarf? I'm looking at some pictures. Well, from the video, it looked like a really long one. It was, like, hanging over coat hangers or something. She was there a whole month. I mean, you got time to make it pretty long. Yeah, I guess that is a really long scarf. But... Yeah, I don't know. What do you want her to knit? Tea I don't know. Cozy? I just think if you're there knitting, at least be good at knitting. Like, I can see what you've done. Like, I see what where your thought is coming from. I didn't realise this is what the angle that you would be heckling her for. Like, it's not <laughs> it's not the act, but your choice of knitwear. Well, no, it's not that. I'm just like, your whole thing is knitting and you're not very good at it, obviously. But maybe she's better at it, but just this is the the one item she chose to knit. Why a scarf? It's so easy. Even I can knit a scarf. 
Yeah, so you you would be unimpressed because other people can knit scarves? Well, like, I'm not going to go see the art. Okay, if she was knitting, like, an igloo or something like oh, that. Oh, that'd be amazing. I'd go see it. No, you wouldn't. Yeah, I would. If she was, like, knitting a house or something. But, like, it's not that amazing to think of knitting a scarf from wool stuffed inside you. Like, anyone could do that. I can do it. No, you couldn't. <laughs> <laughs> not anyone. Yeah. I take that back. Many people could do it. All right, well, there we go. Vicky, unapproving of the vaginal no, knitting I'm woman's not, art. No, I'm not approving. I'm just like, well... I'm underwhelmed. I'm underwhelmed. Yeah, I'm underwhelmed, I think. Because I'm like, ah, oh, yeah, I can see where you're going with that. Like, What kind of vaginal art are you interested in? I don't know. Like, if a va- if vagina was knitting itself, that'd be pretty if cool. If she's, like, done enough kegels that to would be work amazing. out how to manipulate oh, those needles. Yeah, like, I see the statement she's trying to make about feminism. Do you? I don't. Do you? Well, yeah, I do. Like, I just see that she made a really gross scarf. Yeah, because people go and see like puppetry of the penis and stuff. Yeah, but they're not making a statement about masculinity. Well, you don't need to. You're not oppressed. Sometimes. Guys can be <laughs> oppressed. <laughs> no, but not on a societal level. Yes, one individual man can be. But on a societal level, you're not. So what's, so what's your point? We need knitting women to stick up for the feminine race? No, I think she was just trying to get people to think. Well, she did that, that's for sure. Yeah, that's right. It was I just think knit something better, so I'm excited for what you're doing. Because all she did was sit around and knit a scarf. I could do that. Knit In fact, something I frequently better. not wear scarves. Oh, it's called Casting Off My Womb. It's not vaginal knitting. The video. No, no, it's the name of the gallery. Thing, yeah, yeah. The, uh, but I think the YouTube segment might have been called, like, Vaginal Knitting or yeah. something like that. Okay. Otherwise, She's I wouldn't have clicked on casting off my womb. But when you got something like, holy shit, what the <laughs> fuck is this? <laughs> then that's when it gets 3 million views. But, yeah, she was trying to um, get people to think about the distaste around female genitalia. There's a lot of steps to, uh, to get to that point. Like, I watched the video. It's not, like, that sunk in. Yeah. So I, I think if your art distracts from the point that you're making, it's maybe less successful than, <laughs> than it should be. Yeah, I just think... Meh. Something better. <laughs> That's like, your review of uh, casting off my womb? Eh, whatever. Knit something better. Yeah, I'm just like, I'm not that amazed. Like, yeah, I could have thought of that. Like, I just was underwhelmed. All right, well, I won't be taking you to the uh, but when I, her, late, her next exhibition. Though. Yeah, what is it? Do you know? You've got a lofty uh, heights to beat that, I'd say. Potentially she's on hiatus at the moment. I assume so. I think once you get, like, three million views of people seeing your vagina on YouTube, then you're probably going to keep on... You can't really. It's just on... like her bum and her leg. Well, either way, it's not the kind of thing that you want to be walking down the street and have people recognise you for. Had I not seen her <laughs> YouTube video, she would have just blended in with the crowd. Yeah. But exactly. How, but how That's the point I'm trying to make. <laughs> but how many people does she walk past and, like, you know, all of a sudden now they're like, hey, remember that time You're that, that you... You're that lady that knitted that scarf. Yeah. Oh, yeah, hang on. That's something a lot of people can do. Yeah. Anyway. That's I, my reaction. Good, Underwhelmed. Good to know. Um, next. Uh, I don't know. Just anything where I'm meant to be like, whoa, vagina. I find it hard to relate to. What? Like, I find it hard. Like, it's meant to be like, oh, sticking something up your vagina. This is so taboo. But yeah. I just can't get there. Like, Rocky Horror Picture Show doesn't shock me. Well, Rocky Horror is, like, from another time. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But I'm like, I don't see why it's still such a cult hit unless you're around at the time to have it be shocking. Do they stick things in vaginas in Rocky Horror? 
probably in the background. <laughs> <laughs> but just you mean like when it came out, it was controversial. Yeah, and it's still so big, and I sort of can't really see why. Well, it's also got the whole sing-along aspect thing. Yeah, that I enjoyed. I've been to a sing-along, and that was awesome. Yeah, well, it's like, you know, nowadays it's more about, like, you know, they do the Grease, the the karaoke version and that kind of thing. It's yeah. It's the same okay. kind of thing. I did enjoy the sing-along, but just watching it, I was, like, expecting it to be amazing. And I'm like, I see how this was groundbreaking, but now I'm like, oh, yeah. Next. Yeah, sex. That's a thing. Vicky Smith, the critic. I know. I think I've become, like... So jaded. Yeah, I am so jaded. I've seen so many things that I've just like turned a corner and I'm like, I want to go back to people just doing things that they're good at. I've seen so many things. (laughs) I miss the renaissance. (laughs) I'm like, knit something good and then I want to see it. I don't care if it comes out of your vagina or not. Uh, There you go. Pro tip for vaginal (laughs) knitting lady if if you're listening. I don't know. I just want, I miss skill in art. I've been going to a lot of art lately. Here we go on a serious rant. Okay. And some of it is so bogus. Like, I do understand modern art and that it is meant to be about emotion and stuff like that. But I think sometimes... Emotions. But I think, honestly, sometimes people are just making stuff up and oh, selling I, it. I guarantee. Like, I went to an exhibition with my friend and it was Monopoly cards. Okay. Paintings and Monopoly cards with none of the writing. Do you know what that looks like? Like, is it the... The station, like these are the cards of like, of like Mayfair Lane, and so like um, you might get Paul Mall. Yeah, yeah, right. But it's just what like a purple strip with like a white box underneath it or something. It was a yeah white canvases with a purple strip painted on it, and they're like, "This is my like take on modern life." I'm like, "It isn't though." How big is it? Oh, like half my body size, and then <laughs> plastered around a room. And they did the whole board. Nah, just some. That's not even, like, a committed bit. Nah, I don't think so either. I was like, I don't think this is your take on modern life. I think you're like, this will sell a gallery and I can probably explain it in a way that sounds smart. And somehow you still won't. They got you, Vicky. They I know, you. they sucked me in. I was there for free, so whatever. Oh, okay. I'm not going to buy it. Like, no one's going to buy that. Oh, maybe. Someone will buy it. Someone will buy that. I, I remember my um, multimedia teacher telling me in high school that for her university degree or whatever it was, mm. she failed one of her subjects because she made a sculpture. <laughs> And they asked her the meaning behind it. Yeah. And she's like, no, it's just a cool kid. Just looks sculpture. awesome. Yeah. yeah. And they're like, no, no, no. But like, seriously, what's, you know, what does it mean? She's like, nothing. It's just art. It's just cool. Yeah. And See, that's what failed. I don't mind. Why can't I just be interesting? Yeah, I reckon it's so. If you can look at it and you say, this took a lot of skill. And, and it looks awesome. Yeah. Then give that person a pass. Agreed. If they painted a purple strip on a blank <laughs> canvas and have like some kind of faux intellectual meaning behind it. Yeah. That person should still fucking fail because you, all I you think. did is painted a purple strip on canvas. But I feel like I'm. I feel like the person pointing out the emperor has no clothes when I say that, and they're like, "Nah, you just don't understand modern art." And I'm like, "That is your cop out. You, anyone who disagrees with what you do, you just say you, they don't understand. Yeah. I do understand. It's a stupid idea. It didn't speak to me. I understand what you're trying to say. You just have no skill. I think people want to not seem dumb. So, so they say, I love it. Yeah, so it's they, like the emperor. Like, he's got amazing imaginary clothes. Yeah. He is naked. <laughs> yeah. Like, I went to see this art. Man, it makes me so angry. There was some really great art. Um, and I said to the artist, I was looking at one piece of art in this gallery because there's a few different areas, and some of it just made no sense to me. But this one, I was like, wow, it's, it was like uh, shards of light and stuff, like okay. done on Photoshop or something. I'm not sure how it was done. But I was looking at it. It was like, wow, it really reminds me of when you wake up from surgery because there's kind of the bright 
two lights like when you wake like up after you've been put under an anesthetic or something yeah yeah totally and then there's like green from like the gown and like there's sort of like this misty sort of face looking like thing and he's like oh yeah i guess so i just, just thought it looked cool <laughs> i was like yeah okay like why did you bother becoming an artist like but anyway and then i saw this other thing and i was it was even worse than that like this girl had this whole feminist explanation of this piece of work and I was like, okay, it should be quite good. And then it was just her throwing flour on her face in a video. <laughs> sure. In a looped video of her just like clapping flour between her hands and throwing it on her face. Yeah, I wonder how many of those kind of things is, it was like for some kind of deadline. You're like, holy shit, I've, I've you know, smoked pot all day. I haven't handed anything in. Let's just film me putting flour on my face and make some deep Like seriously, I'm like, did you actually really think about this and think like, yeah, this really does mean this deep thing to me or are you just like I think someone will buy this like not as in physically pay money for it but like yeah they'll believe that this is what this is about but if you can look at it something and add your own meaning to it that's like fine but you can't I don't get any meaning from a girl throwing flour at herself oh me neither (laughs) but but if someone did if they were like holy shit this like this flower art changed my life if my grandpa handed it to them in a shopping mall. <laughs> I just think I'd rather your grandpa was making art. But, I just think... But just say he made some shitty flower art and he's like, it doesn't mean anything to me. But then you are like, well, this is amazing. I will pay you $10,000 for it because that's what it's worth to me. Yeah, then I can see I'm what a, you're I'm saying. I'm okay with that. Yeah, I'm not okay with the flower art. It does not produce any skill. I, would, I wouldn't pay shit for it. No, I'm just frustrated that so much of art these days... How do we get to be Margaret and David in this <laughs> podcast? I just feel like these days so much of art does not seem to require any skill. The only skill involved is bullshit artistry. Well, just support the art that is in your mind good. Okay, I will. Thank and you. Stop going to Monopoly I know, I need to. I didn't know that's what it was about. I was taken along to an opening. <laughs> I was an opening. I was. I wasn't even tricked. I was like, come along to an art gallery opening. I was like, that should be good. I like art. I was like, hang on. Wait a minute. <laughs> this is yeah, not I remember, what I expected. I remember going on an excursion in high school and they took us to a gallery and uh, someone was showing us around every piece and talking about it. Mm-hmm. And there was one that was just basically a red canvas. Mm-hmm. And he said the most common comment that people said was, I could do that. Yeah. And so I'm glad that people are at least acknowledging that because in an art gallery you feel like maybe people would be uh, too pretentious to mm-hmm. admit that it was, you know, pretty shitty. And he's like, yeah, but how many of you actually did it? And I'm like, well, That's none. not the point. <laughs> I didn't do it because it's stupid. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like this guy threw himself off the bridge. Like, yeah, I could do that. Yeah, I could do that. Whatever. But, yeah, he did it. Yeah. Yeah, now he's dead. <laughs> I, I see. I see your point here. Yeah. How many of you actually did it? No one, because it's yeah. dumb and we don't like it. If that's <laughs> if that's your uh, art piece, throwing yourself off a bridge, you want to make sure that you've got every other piece of art out of your system. <laughs> you because, would want that to be your last. Yeah. You want to be pretty sure you weren't creating exactly. any further art. That is true. I call it chalk outline. <laughs> oh. That's grim. All right, moving on. I wanted to talk to you about a uh, dream I had. Okay. And so... This is quite the episode. <laughs> well, it's, think... it's been a while. I know, but I just... No, I mean, I just went on a massive rant about art. Like, I got quite annoyed. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is what the vaginal knitting woman inspires. Yeah, it, she really does. I need a... Maybe that's her plan all along. To irritate me. To provoke discussion. Wow, Ben. That was so profound. Did I give her too much credit? No, I think that you said a more profound thing about her work than she has. 
All right, I wanted to talk to you about a dream I had. Okay. I know, like, every time that we go, oh, dream, everyone, you're like, oh, it's so boring. Yeah, no one wants to hear about your dreams. Right. I had some weird dreams last night. But I want to, okay, well, we maybe get nah, to that. they're not worth hearing about. Well, it was more about, like, you know, you, you studied psychology in the human brain. Do you want me to psychoanalyze you because I'm not allowed? I don't want you to analyze my dream per se. but Okay, I'm not allowed. It's illegal, so that's good. But maybe you can tell me how my brain works a little bit because this interested me. Okay. I'll, it's a bit confusing. I'll just explain what happened, right? So the dream was we were at school. and one, You and I. Uh, I don't think you were there. Okay. But it was... Me and... Um, it was the royal we. Right. <laughs> I went back as a marauding king. <laughs> Chopping uh, off the heads of my enemies. Done. Yeah. <laughs> I have figured out your problem. <laughs> You're insane. We had class outside, which is always an exciting time. Yes. And one of the girls in my class, uh, she admitted that she lost her virginity at school. Just okay. like mid, mid-class. Right. Okay. And the teacher was obsessed with this fact. That's weird. He couldn't get past, uh, you know, get. he couldn't move on to teaching the actual class until he found out where in the school she lost her virginity. Huh, that's weird. Was it a teacher I know? It wasn't like any teacher that went to our actual school. It was kind of just like a made-up teacher in my Oh, okay, yeah, okay. And so she didn't want to admit it. So, But the clue that she gave out was that she lost it near the letter D. <laughs> and so the teacher was... <laughs> <laughs> That's so weird. Was fascinated by this fact. Oh and he's like, gosh. all right, so instead of class today, or at least before we get to class, we're going to go around the whole school looking for landmarks that could be uh, letter like D. Like desk? No, like it, there might be Dorm. a sign that said, you know, dormitorium or uh, something like dormitorium. that. Dormitorium? <laughs> I think it's dormitory. What's a dormitorium? That's where they keep the dormitory. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was thinking like that's where the... Uh, no, I'm not going down that. Anyway. <laughs> So, yeah. So it like, wasn't like near some drapes or something. It wasn't like I no, spiral no, no. with it my little eye. No, we weren't playing I spirals. <laughs> there was an actual a sign with the letter D right. that would be prominent <laughs> enough for her to make this claim. Okay. So we abandoned class. It takes the whole class. 45 of, minutes or whatever. Yeah. To, uh, to peruse the school for letter Ds that could be where she lost her virginity. Okay. So every time we'd find one. She would, would stop and she, he would, like, bring her out in front of the class. <laughs> wow. How did she feel about that? She was embarrassed and <laughs> a little frustrated, to be okay. honest. <laughs> Why didn't she just say? She did, but he was so fixated on it that, like, the only way that she could get through it would be to go on this... Uh, Why know, not just tell him? Because she, she didn't want to, you know, come out with it. But I guess it was the kind of thing that if we picked the right spot, then she would admit it. That's so weird. It was a dream. What do yeah. you want? Okay, sorry. Sorry, Ben, getting quite defensive. And so my comment was, yeah. like, he, he's doing this tour of the school. Mm-hmm. I'm like, wow, you're, t- you're abandoning class to take us on a literal detour. <laughs> so you, you set up the whole dream to have that <laughs> one <laughs> Maybe. Like, I was so proud of that Did joke. you get the laughs? No. But no one laughed in the well, dream. Here's what happened. Mm. I was so proud of that joke that <laughs> you woke I, I woke up. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. I was like, 
that's the smartest thing you've ever said, and no one oh is around to hear it. Oh my gosh, because you said it in a place where things <laughs> when aren't real. People can't physically acknowledge it. <laughs> yeah. But it happened so quickly. Like He's like, all right, we're going around a tour of the school. They look for the letter D. Yeah. I'm like, wow, you're taking us on a literal D tour. And I woke up, and I, I couldn't... Like, this is where I wanted you to tell me about the human brain. Okay. Does Did I come up with that? And then set the up spot? the whole dream around it. Yeah, or does that kind of like, do I think of that pun at the start of and my you dream set up, and like... start like, uh, what's it called? Um, constructing this whole <laughs> elaborate scenario just so I can get to that joke. I would assume you just thought of it on the spot, but I don't I, know. I hope so. I don't know, because that's amazing. Because I, I hope so too. That would take some quick wit on my yeah. part. <laughs> <laughs> it is a witty comment. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. I would assume that you've just thought on a, of it on the spot. That's what I was hoping for. <laughs> that's because, awesome. But, like, that's a joke that I would never, ever get to use in day-to-day conversation. It's going to be hard to get yourself into a situation yeah. where that's necessary, as you can tell from the elaborate setup. Right. So I feel like if anyone is on a detour, feel free to, yeah, to, mail <laughs> to use in. that as your own. I mean, I'm not going to ever get the chance to use it again, but I was pretty proud of myself. Unless you're in the amazing race. And we have to look for the letter D. Or like you're being sent on a detour. Yeah. But I mean, but it has to be a detour. Where with, you're looking for a D. Yeah, yeah. It's so specific. It is very specific. Because <sighs> it was a detour and a detour. Yeah. I mean, it works on at least two levels. Oh, if not more, as we deconstructed. <laughs> but yeah, I was just like, I couldn't believe that. It just jolted me away. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, that was so weird. Like, what I just must happened? be dreaming. I know. I don't know. I would assume you just thought of it, but the fact it jolted you awake, I think that you may have set up the whole dream around it. Yeah, like, it here's... leads credence to. Like, I just dropped the mic. Yeah, like, here's your prestige. <laughs> yeah. Boom. Detour. I'm out. <laughs> I didn't have any uh, anywhere to go after yeah, that. Yeah, your so dream I... had not set itself up for yeah, further. I just ran out of dreams. <laughs> it's like, I don't know what to do once he's dropped it. Yeah, once we find out where she lost her virginity, all <sighs> we've got to do is have English class. Yeah. yeah. No one wants to dream about that. That's <laughs> awesome. So you never worked it out where she... Where she... No, it was somewhere at school and somewhere near a letter D. Mm. Maybe part two will... <laughs> yeah, prove the. Uh... As I have experienced when I woke you up, you're like, I want to finish my dream. <laughs> Let me go back to my dream. <laughs> the great, great quotes of Ben. There you go. One of many. Um, as I mentioned, I I moved out of home recently. You did. Mm. So, uh, no doubt there will be apartment stories. We're living in the city. Mm. The first of which I want to um, to analyze the bathroom a little okay. bit. Okay. Oh, I've heard a bit about your bathroom, and I have to say I frown upon its general setup. Yeah, exactly. I'll paint the picture for anyone who's not Vicky. <laughs> Don't paint the literal picture, because that's the major part of the issue. Right. So, while you're in the shower, this is uh, different to my usual showering um, uh, setups, is that there's a mirror, a full-length mirror, right behind you. Mm. So, basically... If you're not facing the shower head, you're looking at your naked body in the mirror. Yeah, it's not pleasant. I don't. The shower is not as bad. I don't know what it's like for someone with boy bits. Is that what you usually call them? Boy bits? I think so. I was going to go with balls. <laughs> okay. Sure. But for me, I don't mind shower as much as toilet. I've had do people... You have, do you have a toilet where you can, like, you have a mirror in front of you? I don't. And 
I thank my lucky stars every morning as I wake up yeah. that I'm like, yes, I can go to the toilet without having to know the exact mechanics. But I know many people who have a toilet directly mirror facing and I'm like, I don't right. need to see that. Like I know it's just me sitting on the toilet, but there's just some views you don't want to know about yourself. Yeah, so um, my roommate has an ensuite and that's how his toilet is set up. Yeah, it's extremely unfortunate. So between the two of us, we're spending a lot of time looking <laughs> at... our naked bodies. Well, not even naked bodies, but... Just bodies in positions that we're not used to looking at them. <laughs> and Are you getting new insecurities? A little bit. Like, <laughs> we've got a gym and a pool and stuff. I feel yeah. like I have to make use of them now, so I'm not... I did not know you had those things. I'll be visiting a lot more often. <laughs> <laughs> you think I'm joking, that's cute. No, it's like, so I, I have to use these things so I can... I'm not repulsed by myself when I look at... <laughs> when I have a shower. It's really weird. And so you have um, the mirror. It fogs up occasionally. Thank goodness. Right. One of physics gifts to modern man. Well, you would think, except mm. unless you're getting the shower really, really hot, whatever yep. temperature I go with, it only tends to fog up about the top three quarters. Oh, you're kidding. So it's just naked legs. Yeah. So, it, no, it's just you get fog, fog, fog of the torso, junk, <laughs> and then perfect clear view from junk down. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Wow. That's not a view anyone wants. It's, it's a bit... Uh, like every morning, I'm like, oh, you're like of- a mad flash of yourself. Yeah, I like I, it's a shock every time. You don't want it though, yeah, because if it was your whole body, you're like, oh, there I am in all my glory. But if it's just those bits, it's a bit like. Wah! Was I telling you about this? Because it makes you seem like a mad flasher. Yeah. Was I telling you about this? Um, this, mm, this sexual fetish about the limbs. Yeah, you were. That's weird. Yeah. That's you think that you could. Um, your mirror could satisfy that. Yeah, so to to clarify, it's this thing that I heard about recently on another podcast called Natural Body Magic. I believe that's the term. Wow, that's intense. And so it's people who like... Um, they like to pretend, like, during sex that they're basically... I don't know how to say it, but, like, having sex with a magician almost. Yeah, it's like when the way that they position their body it looks as if the person is, like, decapitated or missing a limb or something. Yeah, so it's almost like if you could have sex with the top and bottom half of some kind of David Copperfield, like, sawing a person in half. Yeah, right, that would separately. be amazing. That would be, like, their dream kink. So, yeah, apparently there's enough people who have found each other on the internet to uh, who believe this is a thing yeah, now. Yeah, but, like, how many people actually liked it and how many people were like, that's cool. I'll try to try that. <laughs> I might decide to be into that. Yeah, well, it's like you can have, the way I understand it, they like to have their sheets pulled up to um, to a certain height on their neck, basically, so it might look like their, their head is separate from their body, that kind of thing. Or like there's a girl leaning through a couch, so she looks like she's just legs. Oh, right, because just pulled up like a few different pictures. Or this girl here is wearing the same coloured shirt as her wall, and therefore just looks like legs. So, yeah, it's like... Quite the... Uh, quite and this girl looks like somehow... I think it's two girls, possibly. Yeah, so they might be, like, basically wearing clothes that match the... Um, Bedspread or the wall. Yeah, that kind of thing. Yeah. It's very... I don't know, like, who's into this, but I feel like, you know, I'm fogging up the mirror enough just to <laughs> just to please some kind of natural body magic fetishist. Yeah, that's a weird fetish. But then who am I to judge? No, I'm someone to judge. That's weird. <laughs> that's weird. I can safely <laughs> say that, I think. Yeah. I'm surprised, like, after living with uh, 
with roommates for a couple of, well, about a month now. Um, I'm like enjoying it. Yeah. I mean, it's one of those things I feel like some, you do have to get used to, but uh, so many of our friends I'm discovering are living alone. Yes. I'm not a fan of the living alone. It, I feel like I would go insane if I was doing that for more than... Really? Like, I thought you'd be my number one candidate. <laughs> Sorry, there's some fantastic natural body magic. <laughs> it's hard to tell if it's like real or just like no, some I'm kind of sure weird No, I'm pretty sure that woman is shit. just wearing a, a thing that's the same colour as her door. <laughs> yeah, well, Google this at your own risk, everyone. Yeah, I reckon I do not need to see any more of that. I don't want to get anything yo gross. All right. So, so like, yeah, I'm discovering that so many of our friends live alone. Yes, and I couldn't handle it. I'd hate it. Like, I kind of like to be, uh, like, to have the option of doing my own thing, but around other people. Isn't that the great joy of having housemates? That's what I found. I was like, I don't need to interact with you. Yeah. But I can but if, I'm, if you, I want someone to interact with. But I've been talking to a few people lately and they've got their own place and they all seem to really like it. I hate the living alone. Can't stand but it. But I feel like within weeks I would be doing some kind of Gollum Smeagol-like act. <laughs> <laughs> and like, hey, Ben. Like, hello. How are you today? <laughs> oh, yeah, I had a really good day. What, what about you? Oh, yes, it was the best. <laughs> like, I, I'd, I'd definitely <laughs> be, like, starved for attention, attention. or something like that. Because even when my housemates were gone, like, for a while, when I was living in Japan, I yeah. got really lonely. I was like, oh, something really funny happened at work. I guess I'll just yell it in the sink. <laughs> like, you know, I'll tell the bin. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that just uh, surprised me as well. Wrap up there. Um, one one more quick uh, okay. housemate story before I before I wrap up. Yeah. Uh, I live with um, my mate Brendan, who mm-hmm. we've mentioned on the show a couple of times. Friend of the show. Friend of the show. He's been in our, uh, our He's quite in color videos and everything like that. Mm-hmm. He uh, he was talking to his sister on the phone recently. Um, and we have not the greatest reception in our apartment for certain uh, phone providers. Mm-hmm. So if you're in the lounge room, um, it was dropping in and out. It's like the bedrooms, you might have more luck, that kind of thing. But yeah. just he was sitting in the lounge room trying to give dating advice to his sister. Oh, wow. And so I think he thought, all right, she can't hear me. What if I just talk louder? <laughs> oh, he did the old shout through the connection. Yeah. Madness. I don't think that really worked. No. But as an outside observer, it was so great. He was shouting dating advice? Yeah, because what he was saying was quite sweet. <laughs> Can you give us an example? So he, she was um, basically tossing up on, like, deciding between two different guys that she oh, great. was yeah. liking. And he was trying to get her to pick one. Mm. Did he have a, a front runner then? I don't think so. He was trying to get so, her to pick one or to pick one? No, 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 like just to uh, uh, Make it not lead two people on, basically. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so he's like, I just think that you should really just choose one and stick to it. <laughs> <laughs> like, they both seem like really good guys, but anything that you do will only be unfair to them going forward. <laughs> it's like, I, I can imagine that this is Brendan's new character or something, like very loud Ad- nice dating guy. advice coach. That's not even dating advice guy. It's like the loud, nice guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> How are you today? It is really pretty out. <laughs> yeah. The loud optimist. Yeah. <laughs> the loud, loud believer in human yeah. kindness. I found a penny today. It's the greatest day ever. <laughs> not even that. I'm just more like human kindness. Like, 
I've found a bit of extra money in my wallet, so I thought I might offer you a free coffee. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to go to the park and pick some flowers? <laughs> I saw a rainbow. I think there's gold at the end of it. He's a primary school teacher. It is reminding, it does remind me a bit of how children tell stories. Yeah. Like they just are so excited they tell it with and in the middle. <laughs> <laughs> That's quite funny. Anyway, I think. Uh Unless you have anything to add, we can uh, wrap up I think there. that's a perfect point to wrap up. If you have your own dating advice, since I'm now a single lady... Does that mean I'm um, closer to my $100 bet? Yes. We well, yeah. We didn't get the traditional uh, post-breakup episode where Vicky... Uh, Comes in distraught. Yeah, or at least slags off all the things that she doesn't like about her ex. <laughs> no, I actually like this ex. It's a, it's a very nice person. Um, I feel like we uh, missed the key window when that wasn't the case. No, he's a pretty nice person. Okay. Is that because uh, you got dumped instead of you break up with him? I usually get dumped. And you still got good, nice things to say to him. Yeah. Well, well uh... Um... Did you have anything to add that? No, <laughs> just if you wanted to write in with some dating advice or uh, you had something else you wanted to add to the show, you can reach me, Vicky, at InsaneRamblings.net. Or me, Ben, at InsaneRamblings.net. Or if you just like to email the show, you can always reach both of us, podcast at InsaneRamblings.net. There are, of course, other ways to reach us. Go to our Facebook page, facebook.com slash InsaneRamblings. Or you can rate and review us on iTunes, as well as follow the podcast to make sure everything gets automatically downloaded to your i device yeah subscribe because that's the best way to do it and uh i think we will leave you with one of our uh, phone calls i think this one is um vicky having epiphany about the world's economy basically. oh yeah this is a very serious show because i think i just epiph in yeah. that as well like i don't think it's comedic in many ways no i think i threw a few jokes in about the price <laughs> of watermelons <laughs> well you live and learn yeah but you, you listen to this you get some Fifty Shades of Grey jokes, you get oh. some art appreciation and you also get to uh, hear about how we'd fix the world's economy or not. <laughs> I just really wish I'd stopped the show after your grandpa's story because that was amazing. <laughs> well, uh, we'll leave you with that and uh, away see Away boat. damn it! complain that we're charging too little for coffee. I mean, too much for coffee. I'll start again. I was my boyfriend this morning and I was thinking, you know how we always complain that we charge too much for coffee? You and him are complaining. Well, people in general. Like, no one's ever uh, like, this is too cheap. I guess that's true. I don't drink coffee, so I don't really oh, care. Right. Well, it seems to be going up a lot and it's okay. like $4 for a cup, which is Good. like a lot. Yep. I would personally argue, given you got like, what, a teaspoon of Coffee with water forced through it. Yeah, it can't cost that much, though. Um, milk. Like, I know how much a bottle of milk costs, and I know how much coffee costs, and it's not $4 a cup. <laughs> anyway, it's not the point. He was riding along in the tram with his coffee next to him, and he put it down on the seat, and then nearly spilled, and he said, Oh, no, coffee, I shouldn't put you there. That will cause the end of your life. And I was like, like shit. Like the coffee was a bean? Yeah. <laughs> 
So, like, maybe we're charging so little. Like, if you've got this, like, being that only lasts, like, 45 minutes, $4 for its life seems really little, right? But, to be fair, coffee is not sentient. Right. So, I did have that thought. I was like, oh, well, at least it's not real. And then I was like, holy crap, man. We're not paying that much for meat. Yeah. I always think about what we're underpaying for is watermelons and pumpkins. <laughs> Okay. Because, like, if I was a farmer... You get a lot of watermelon. No, but... Oh, like, I thought it, you were going to go, like, like, if an orange is, like, you know, 25 cents per orange, why are watermelons the same? Well, I mm. guess that's what they're kind of going with. But if I was a farmer and I grew, like, a watermelon, right, mm. that, takes, that takes months and that seems like a lot of work. Yeah. And... Surely along the lines, half of them are going to go off or whatever. Mm -hmm. you, you're going to get some eaten by, you know, bugs or Crows. whatever. <laughs> yeah, Crows, Crows are going to eat all my watermelons. So by the time I've, I've grown one perfect watermelon, that's been a lot of casualties. There's been a lot of time, commitment, and effort and everything into tending my one good melon. Right. And then I give it away for like six bucks. I know. Where are you talking? Like, I don't know. I don't buy watermelon. <laughs> I think it's like 20 cents. There you go. Well, my point is, I'd charge like 50 bucks for that watermelon. Oh, same. I like hand-reared that. Yeah, exactly. And so I feel like if that's what we're uh, going on the scale here, then coffee, that's, that takes like two seconds. But watermelon, Yeah, but the that, coffee guy takes a while to grow it. That's true, too. The other one I saw is... Um, in like, I just feel though. like we're um, not thinking about this hard enough. Like, we rip out, like, part of a, like, plant. <laughs> like, surely well, it makes that for a reason. Well, the, the other crazy one is, um, in Cambodia, I saw silk being made. Yeah. It's not worth it. Like, no, why, it isn't. Why isn't it, like, you... these tiny little, like, worms? Yeah, there's, like, 16 different stages to it, and all of them take forever. <laughs> like, I like I like silk, but not that much that we need to go through this. Like, let's just stick with cotton or whatever. Yeah, I mean, cotton is fine. Surely cotton's got to be easier. Like, silk, you have Oh, to... we just elevate. Like, we make less silk. Right. Like, silk, it's expensive. But when you see how it's made, it's like, well, this is clearly... Is this expensive clearly... No, I'd be charging, like, a million dollars for a piece That's of how it. I feel. I'm like, I know we all complain about things costing too much. But has ever anyone thought, hey, this is costing a bit little? Yeah, exactly. Like, um, it's just in comparison to similar things. It, you yeah. Can't, you can't charge a shitload for it. Like, to, to make silk, you have to grow the silk plants, like, you know, whatever the leaves are that the, the silkworms eat. Yeah. And then they, so they eat them, then they spin their cocoon. Then you have to wait for their cocoon to get to like a certain stage in the process, in you know the uh, the little metamorphosis transformation, whatever. Then you like boil the cocoon and take out the dead worm. Mm -hmm. Then you like separate all the threads, which you have to find the end of the thread because it's, it's like one long oh, thread. Oh man, that's so annoying. And like boil. I hate it. finding the end of the tape. I would not be doing that for sixty cents. Exactly, and. So you do that with like the tiniest, like a spool of this, you know, silkworm thread. Oh, you the tiniest it. tape in the world. Yeah, you like intertwine it with a few other pieces. So you're already minimalizing, 
you know, that's like, you know, maybe like three threads come together to make one actual silk strand. Oh, my gosh. And so just say that's like you've got a strand of thread. Then you have to, like, stupidly weave it on a a loom or whatever they use. Yeah. And that's like a crazy process that takes a day to make about, I think, four centimeters or something. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, yeah. why are shirts not a million dollars? Yeah. <laughs> And then they sell it for like twenty bucks, and you're like, okay, I guess that's that's fair. It only took yeah, I know. And you're months. like, oh, it seems a bit pricey. It's sixty dollars for a shirt. Yeah, so. three people died making this, and about a hundred worms. But no, it's <laughs> <pretty fair. laughs> like if you think about every meal, like a cow died for that. Yeah, I know. It's appreciated. Oh, like, well, not for me, but mine is like every meal a farmer like slaved over a field and like protected it from what did we say, crows. Yeah, crows eating my, eating my <laughs> watermelon. Yeah, yeah, I totally agree. I was like, man, for the stuff I do, I feel like the world is out of work with how much people get paid. Yeah, I just sit at a computer. <laughs> yeah, because I get paid. Well, I stand at a train station and I get 25 yeah, get, per hour. Yeah, it's even better than my home. Like, I know. I mean, occasionally I can surf Google, but like if the silk person's not... Looming twenty four seven, and never running out. <laughs> I know. Yeah, it's crazy. I just feel like I don't know things. How are we buying shirts for so cheap? Like I don't know the cotton process, but I don't think it's fast. It's got to be faster than silk. Is all I'm saying. <laughs> I agree, but it's like I know we can get cotton shirts for like four dollars. Yeah, yeah, that, exactly. That can't be right. Dad, Dad bought a um, a solar powered lamp for two dollars the other day. Look, that's a lot of technology. There's like the bulb, <laughs> the solar panel, and like the met- metal casing and everything. Well, let's just start like, with the lamp. Yeah, so just like putting all those together, like not even considering transport and man hours. That seems pretty damn cheap to me, two bucks for a lamp. Yeah, I know. I'm like, I agree with you. I'm concerned things are too cheap. So the downside is he bought like a thousand of them and now outside is like daylight 24-7. Oh, yeah, I have seen those. That does seem a bit painful. Yeah, the outside of my room is illuminated no matter what time (laughs) of night. It's because they're solar powered. They're probably powering each other. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think they give up the light of the sun, although it feels like it. Well, there's so much light stored up that they never go out, so I'm like... You know, constantly blinded or... <laughs> but yes, I agree with you. I'm concerned that like, we're producing things for too cheap and paying people like me too much to buy them. Let's not tell the economy. Cause, well, uh, I don't want to either. Once people catch on, we're screwed. I know. We're going to take the bottom of the pack. If I have to farm watermelons for a living, then I'm, I'm dead in like three weeks. I know, same. That's how I feel. I was like, they could probably easily do my job. <laughs> no doubt. Like, no, but really, like, if they did, like, a couple years training, not for, like, my station job, but my actual job, I'm sure they could do it. But I'm not yeah. sure that I could do watermelon farming. Exactly. That's. I guess, like, the one thing I've got going for me is technology still confuses a few people. So if I'm, if I'm uh, on Photoshop, some kind of watermelon farmer might not be able to exchange skills as quickly. Yeah, but if you sat him down and explained it. He'd probably catch on, you think? Yeah. Well, it's like those old um, Brady Bunch episodes where everyone was like, oh, you've got it so easy, I've got it so hard. And then they swap jobs for a day or they swap roles for a day. And it's yeah. like they all learn a lesson about how hard the other person's job is. I'm 
I'm already like, I've got it easy. Those farmers have got it hard. I don't want to swap. I know how. <laughs> I, know this I feel the same. I feel the same. I'm like, that does look really difficult. We're not paying them enough. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I agree with you. It's like more of a lifestyle than a job, really. Yeah, exactly. Like I saw, um, again, in Cambodia, people fishing. Yeah. And I'm like, if they don't catch a fish, they don't eat today. It's like, if I don't, you know, going to work, I could probably just get some money out of my bank account and buy a fish. I know. <laughs> like, I, know. I, don't wanna, I don't wanna have to live like that. <laughs> I agree with you. We're paying a lot of people too little. Yeah, let's just uh, hope the world does not catch on. Yeah, agreed. I'm comfortable in my uh, ivory tower. Agreed, so am I. I don't want to <laughs> either, but also, I guess that's what happens when you give up a privilege. That is like quashing the other man. Yeah, yeah, the, something's got to be in balance. Yeah, I just feel like, wow, we're just like buying a life for $4. So uh, appreciate your coffee some more. Yeah, I need to. Nah, I don't eat meats. I'm free of this. <laughs> <laughs> Surely frozen vegetables aren't hard to make. I eat baby corn. That's got to be quick. That's true. Yeah, they can grow that in a day, surely. Surely. <laughs> but you should all just eat more baby vegetables and appreciate what we have. <laughs> but we'd need to eat a lot more of them to make up for the lack of other food. Yeah, so they'd still, they'd still have to increase production on baby corn, which would be a lot of effort. <laughs> it's, like, it's like rice. Like rice is... It seems to surprisingly it, a lot of effort. It will, if you've ever seen a rice paddy, it's they have. Yeah. And, like, how many grains do you get for out of a whole patty? Like, a couple of bags or something? I mean, it seems like there's one one stalk of rice isn't going to give you much, I would assume. Well, I don't like, really know. Like, how does China sustain that much rice? Like, like three quarters of the country has to be rice patties. To well, it does feel like it. that. Even Japan, it's tiny. Where is all this rice coming from? Yeah. <laughs> we'll find out it's like some secret organization that just, the patties are a front. Yeah, I reckon they're a total front and they're just like chopping up dead bodies into tiny white pieces. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah, guys, it's right, totally. Or like even look at all the bread in the world. Where's all that wheat coming from? <laughs> Let's not think about it. Uh, I know, we'll, it's blowing uh, we'll my fall, mind a little bit. We'll fall down a, a black hole that we uh, don't want to delve into. Yeah, I know. Now you know why I've epiphed. Yeah, well, it's over a, the life of a coffee. A lot of work for um, 11 a.m. I know. I should go back to sleep. <laughs> I've got night shift tonight. I don't want to miss out on my doing nothing at work. Yeah, I, I couldn't. You were. You don't understand. I couldn't nap. I was too busy solving the world's hunger problem. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's a concern. Right, well, I don't know. Please. I think we should start stop complaining how cheap, how expensive things are. Yeah, balls in your cot with this one. I'll, uh, I'll leave you to... to uh, <laughs> make the world more equal and fair. Yeah. All right. I'll go back to sleep and ponder it. <laughs> All right, see ya. Bye. Insane ramblings.